0: Hello. Hello!
1: You're listening to Trap by Track's new music drop with me,
0: Dan. And me, Will. This is the monthly digest of our favourite new music out there in the world right now. And, Dan, it's a very special new music drop for two reasons. Two huge reasons. Uh, what, what are those reasons? Uh, well, number one, uh, we're together. Yep. Now we're back, back together.
1: together. And the second is Neighbours is back as well, is that that
0: right? No, Neighbours is back, although I still, I don't believe it. I bet
1: all of those people who came back for that final episode are livid. I bet Kylie is fuming that she put in all that time to learn those lines. All that time, standing next to Jason
0: Donovan for no reason.
1: I've still not seen the final episode, but I'm now thinking, have I got time? Because not only is it coming back to some sort of Amazon streaming service but all the previous episodes are going to be there. Have I got time to go back and listen from episode one and catch up before the new series starts next September?
0: Well, it would depend on, are you up to date on your other soaps as well? Where are you with EastEnders?
1: EastEnders, the only other soap I watch, and I'm currently in August.
0: Okay, uh, so you've got some work to do. Mm. So maybe just watch the finale. I don't know how they're going to get themselves out of the hole they made themselves. With the finale. Because it was all a dream, wasn't it? No. Oh, it all blew up. But I think, no, actually, I think that a lot of them decided to stay in Erinsborough, Ramsey Street. So, but will they get everyone back on board again?
1: That's the big question. Well, they've got those three main ones, haven't they? And apparently the rest of the cast hadn't been informed that it was coming back until they saw that big advert, so... It's all gone tits up. Well, we're rambling that already. That wasn't the second That wasn't the, that second, wasn't thing. the second point, no.
0: <laughs> the second point was, this is the last new music drop <gasps> of 2022. Oh, right. Because uh, traditionally, we don't do one in December. Uh, everyone's, everyone's too busy. And also, a lot less new music gets released in December anyway.
1: It's slim pickings. It's just the X Factor race for number one, isn't it?
0: Yeah, and the same old reworkings, uh, Christmas songs coming back around again. Although, saying that... We've just been listening, together, we've just been listening to the uh, Christmas Covered playlist on Apple Music.
1: Yes, which I believe is actually called Carols Covered. And most of those songs aren't carols, actually. I don't think White Christmas is a carol, or Last Christmas. So, or
0: All I Want for Christmas is You. That's no, that definitely is, not a carol. No, that is a carol. Oh, is it? Mm. It's become so ingrained that it has been uh, even adopted by the church.
1: Yes, and rightfully so. Funny though, this is Carol's Covered. Your dad's got that calendar on his garage wall called Carol's Uncovered, hasn't he? Uh,
0: it's an unofficial uh, calendar homage to Carol Kirkwood, the weather presenter from BBC Breakfast TV.
1: Well, I could have sworn I saw uh, Vorderman in there as well.
0: <laughs> and Smiley. And
1: Smiley. Oh, <laughs> Your dad was very Smiley when he was flicking through. <laughs>
0: Uh, there are some great uh, re, uh, interp- new interpretations of some classic songs. And I have to say, one that really stood out for me was Last Christmas by Glaive.
1: That is really good. Glaive, I think we've spoken about on the new music drop earlier this year. Also on there is Ellie Golding, of course, who we've spoken about a couple of times this year. My highlight is uh, Alicia Moffat's White. No. In Wonderland. <laughs> My favourite is Alicia Moffat's. Wet winter, winter. wet
0: winter wonderland, <laughs> which is normally like the one at Hyde Park, isn't it?
1: Well, I was going to say like uh, Lawrence Will and Bowens, but then we've got Lawrence and, Ka- uh, and Carol back together. It's like changing rooms here this week.
0: Uh, yeah, so actually there's some new music right there before we even got into the tracks this month.
1: Yeah, not going to be featured on this month's episode fully. Uh, but some great festive tracks. We couldn't fill it all with Christmas tracks. I mean, I could, but I haven't.
0: Yeah, because there's some, it's been a bumper month. So much so, big announcement. Mm. We've got a super-sized new music drop uh, to finish the year off with. Yes. One extra track each. <laughs> we had to get it signed off. Oh Yeah, we did. The uh, The National Podcasters Association are very particular about uh, content uh, in podcasts. And yeah, they do have to approve any additional content in podcasts as well. They do.
1: But we got it approved. So we've got six picks each. And then, of course, we're off down to the butchers, which is probably... Getting yourself ready for uh, quite a mad dash. A mad dash around the butchers. Yeah. Obviously, I'm going to be at the vegetarian butcher.
0: <laughs>
1: Can I just explain as well? Just, I really want to keep it real with the listeners, Will. We are recording together. That means there is a beautiful little puppy running around our feet. So if you do hear any uh, extra sound effects, they're not put into the episode in post-production. That is a lovely little Digby running around, my little Corgi.
0: Uh, and that's the added... Uh, bonus content that you get when we record together mm. uh, exclusively here on track by track at christmas or almost at christmas almost at christmas uh, dan i'm just looking around here the tree's not up no it's going up next
1: week it's always the first which is also uh my anniversary with my other half so it's a lovely tradition engagement and we got engaged last year in new york on the first so it didn't go up on the first last year just to complicate matters i don't think people are keeping notes are they what do you think about people putting the tree up in November?
0: Uh, I'm not a fan. No, me neither. And I think we, we both enjoy Christmas. You're, you particularly so. But I think part of making Christmas feel special is the fact that it's very much a December yeah. thing. I don't mind some films leading up to it before December.
1: I don't mind some songs. I don't mind a bit of Christmas shopping. but the dec- And I don't mind the decorations out and about in the shopping centres and whatnot. But in your home, I think, leave that to December. Because it makes it, like you say, all the more magical.
0: Mm. Uh, And I can't wait to see what you do with yours this year, because I'm sure there are a lot of dog-themed adornments to go on it.
1: We now have seven Corgi baubles. So at some point, it is just going to be a Corgi-themed tree. Whereas you, of course, a much more modern man than me. You go for the fibre-optic, don't you?
0: Yeah, we've gone for a blue tinsel (laughs) tree with fibre-optic lights on it this year. And I have to say, it's actually very tasteful. Well,
1: I was going to say, it's classy in a way that i didn't think a fiber optic blue christmas tree could be
0: uh well i i had my doubts when i was in b&m bargains but uh it, it work well, i don't know i don't know how but it works uh you plug it into the mains yeah uh no just quickly dan because i know we've got a lot of music to talk about we don't normally ramble on <laughs> this much when we do new music drop it's because we're together that
1: we're just talking absolute rubbish
0: uh, and that's all part of the fun. But just quickly before we get into the music, Diane, uh, you've been to see the Sugar Babes again, and we mentioned that last month. How was it?
1: It was phenomenal. So yeah, I saw them at Mighty Hoopla this year. I saw them at Glastonbury with you this year. And then I saw them at Hammersmith Apollo, in Apollo, but you know, you always call it Hammersmith mm. Apollo, don't you? Uh, just as phenomenal. What was great about it is that they shook up the set list a bit so they added in Red Dress which was such a treat to hear live. I think that was one. We talked before about songs that Siobhan had hinted that they might play songs that you didn't think she would want to sing. Uh, So Red Dress I think was the second song of the set which was amazing.
0: And what was the crowd reaction like? Oh yeah,
1: they, they I mean, to be honest, every single song, whether it was an upbeat one, whether it was a ballad, whether it was Flatline, which obviously wasn't a chart hit, the crowd just went off for everything, which was amazing. But they sound just flawless. They look incredible. The band behind them are great as well. Uh, they're, they're playing more dates next year. They've already announced some, including Hyde Park with Take That. The order is Take That headlining. Okay, I get that. Then the script, then Sugar Babes. Switch those two round, please.
0: Yeah, um yeah,
1: it would just make more sense, wouldn't it? Well you would think. I mean, having said that, I think every single album the script have released has gone to number one, but no comment. Because that the mantra of track by track is there are no guilty pleasures and dot dot dot.
0: So if the script is your guilty pleasure free choice.
1: Yeah. Uh, I would love to hear them do red dress
0: live Wish your form.
1: Well hopefully we'll see them next year. They also did two hearts from the Tallery More Ways album, an album track which was really good. And Siobhan did actually say when they went for the first rehearsals, they all took with them a list of songs they want to do and they all had two hearts on that list. So that was quite nice.
0: I love the idea about Siobhan listening to all these albums that she wasn't part of and Mm. kind of pulling out the stuff that she likes that she wants to do. And like Red Dress is a really fun, upbeat song. And I I think I saw a picture of them this week all wearing red dresses. Oh, really? Mm. A, A new one? I don't know. Now uh, we should probably get on with some music, shouldn't we? We really should, because we've got six tracks each, and for and not further listening. Butcher's choice. Butcher's choice. So I'd like to start.
1: I'd love you to start this week, Phil. Uh,
0: so we're going to kick off with Hatchy, and this is Nose So that was Hatchie, who hails from Brisbane, which is in Australia. Oh, Austria. Wonderful. (laughs) Uh, Lovely for the Christmas markets. (laughs) Uh, This knocked my socks off when I first heard it because of the energy. Uh, This is a new track from her following two very successful albums. But this sound, something a little bit different, something very full on. When I listened to this, I thought, wow. And then I thought, Working Men's Club.
1: hmm well, do you know what I thought? Well, I did think, wow, I love the kind of the very frantic beats, the uh, very edgy guitar, but with some very melodic keys. And I was thinking to myself, and I wrote this down, I wrote file somewhere between garbage and Holly Valance. <laughs> State of mind era <laughs> Holly Vlance. But then I realized actually Hatchy would be between those two alphabetically. So it all worked out perfectly. But working men's club, I hadn't really thought about it being that, Towards that side of electronic. And uh, yeah,
0: it is. Just it's some sort of like indie rave up. I just think it's brilliant. And at a time of year where like new music releases, we are saying, can often be littered with ballads, slower songs, Christmas covers. Yeah. Have you put your Christmas covers on yet?
1: No, but I have got some. Oh. They, I'll just put them on the, a couple of days before Christmas.
0: Again, keep it special. And you've got Christmas gym jams as well. Yes, but I'm going to get some new ones this year. You? Uh, No, I haven't actually, but I've got a lot of Christmas
1: socks. Me too. Every year. I think there's a public announcement. I love Christmas and I love socks and I love Christmas socks, but I don't need three or four pairs every year. I only wear them one day a
0: year. There's physically not enough time. Well, Dan, don't buy any. (laughs) I don't buy them for myself. I do. So yeah, Hatchy there. Uh, I thought a real belter to kick us off. Yeah it really is
1: so first up from me then something new from a couple of guys who've been around for a while this is blitz vega featuring johnny marr and it's strong forever So Strong Forever there from Vega featuring Johnny Marr. Now, Vega, you may or may not have heard of. They formed in 2019 and are made up of former Smiths bassist Andy Rourke and former Happy Mondays guitarist Cav Blaggers. And this is the first recording featuring Andy and Johnny together in 35 years since the last Smiths recording. So this is a huge deal and comes just after Andy joined uh johnny on stage recently as part of johnny marr's tour Um, so a massive deal and what i love about this is that you can tell it's got kind of a real it's got manchester running through its veins hasn't it
0: it has but you didn't say the magic word that i was looking for on purpose (laughs) if i know you want it i'm not going to give it to you you wouldn't want to give me the satisfaction good for you actually Mm. uh this you shouldn't have favorites should you on a track which is so good like this well maybe you should but I don't know. What I'm trying to say is it's all about Johnny Marr's guitar for me with this. It plays a big part in it. And so Cav Blaggers
1: told uh, Rolling Stone, um, Andy rang him up to say, oh, Johnny's going to be on the new track. And Cav couldn't believe it. He was like, Johnny, Johnny Marr is going to be on our new song, which you know would seem quite a not too obvious thing because because of their history. But of course, the Smiths' history ca- has been a bit turbulent. I think Johnny and Andy uh, are a closer alliance than, let's say, Johnny and Morrissey. Um, but it's great to hear. It's quite exciting to think. Well, they did the Andy joined Johnny on stage. Then they've done this song together. What could be next for the former Smiths members?
0: Uh, just a side note, because you said Morrissey. Did you see this week? He dropped off the stage uh, at a gig. Yes, it was too cold
1: after nine songs. Yeah, um, I did see that, and I saw that there was someone in the audience who had seen him at the same venue a few years previously. And he's dropped off stage then as well and didn't finish the whole set. Oh, that poor person. I know.
0: Get in touch if you're listening. Uh or, and just give up trying to see Morrissey Live. <laughs> yeah. Don't give him any more money. Uh I really enjoy this track. Uh a bit of nice kind of indie pop rock, isn't it? I yeah. love the chanting, the guitar, uh, and just and just the vibe that it has uh feels really good. And I haven't heard a Blitz Vega. hmm it's completely new to me.
1: Yeah, they've not done very much at all uh, so far, but more to come from them.
0: Okay, next one from me, Dan, and I'm going to ask for a little bit of forgiveness oh. because this next track was actually released at the start of October. Bloody hell. But I think it is so good and I don't want it just to sit on a playlist somewhere uh, and it's still on heavy rotation with me at the moment that I think, and I, and it deserves to be brought to a wider public, so... It's November and I'm just going to talk about it now. Play a bit first. Well, yes, OK. Uh, so this is Harm and Loving on Borrowed Time. We can run away tonight And get together We can let our hearts decide What if this was a mistake? Uh, you. Liverpool trio, Harm, there. Now, they've been around uh, for a number of years now. Um, initially, uh, songwriters collaborating together, but uh, more recently, last couple of years, uh, actually forging some fantastic music uh, for themselves. And this is a massive track. I just think the lyrics, the production... Uh, and the delivery of this grandiose, uh, very emotive uh, song to a huge musical and electronic production is just fantastic. And this is why I didn't want to hide it under a bushel. This I wanted to still talk about it, even though it was released in October. And I've literally listened to this song every day, at least once every day since I first discovered it back in October. And Uh, I know we love to make comparisons uh, when we hear something new, and I know they've been uh, had the the names like Everything Everything and Foles and Jungle thrown at them, but for me, Zoot Woman. Mm. Uh, And if we remember that track last year that we loved by Zoot Woman. Yeah.
1: Never felt
0: this way before? Never felt this way before definitely I'm um, similar not just in the, the the style but in the vibe of it as well it's wonderful yeah it's all right oh
1: no I'm you... kidding I'm just bitter because I, I need to be very honest with the listeners here last month Will messaged me and I could tell he had a smile in his face saying oh Dan that song you've put on the list that was from last month we can't include that this <laughs> month so I'm just being very petty but this is a great song. It's a really, it's very like slinky disco almost. And of the comparisons you said just then, I hadn't really thought about any of them. Jungle is the one that I would say definitely fits. Um, Foals, um, I can't hear so much or everything, everything. But I almost think it's kind of jungle, but more leaning towards the disco side of things.
0: Uh, well, I hate, uh, not to correct you, but just to say then, that's not my comparison. That no. was just something that I've read out there I hate to recorrect you, I didn't say it was you (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I love the vocals,
1: I love how the vocals work so well together and then they come in with even more layers for the chorus as well, but forgiven, at this this time of year Will forgiven for including such an older song on this month's new music drop
0: Uh, Love Thy Neighbour and Love
1: Thy Podcast Presenter
0: Love, love thy, thy podcasting partner, hmm. and do not cover thy podcasting part. Do not cover thy podcasting partner's ass.
1: Some rules are meant to be broken.
0: <laughs> Dan, next one from you.
1: Uh, well, since all rules are, are off, I think I'll go for Cliff Richard with Living Doll, if that's all right. Will <laughs> <laughs> only joking. Next one from me. This is Rebecca Black with crumbs. Make... <laughs> So Rebecca Black there with Crumbs. Now, when I saw, well, well, I should say when I heard this song, I had to double check to see if it was the Rebecca Black. If you didn't know Rebecca Black of Friday fame, the almost viral hyper, I wouldn't say hyper pop, but hyperactive pop song might be uh, more fitting. That was released 11 years ago. Last year, she did a huge remix for it to celebrate its 10th year. And she's back now with this ahead of her debut album, Will, uh, which is called Let Her Burn and is coming next year. And I just think this is incredible and so unexpected. It's such a dark, twisted electro pop song. Incredible, sultry vocals and very like breathy and, dare I say, well, quite sexy vocals. I think this is an incredible track.
0: I can't believe the word you're using the word sexy and Rebecca Black in the same sentence. Not because she's a very pretty girl, but mm. this video, which does remind me a little bit of a cross between uh, sexy no, no, no and uh, NSYNC's bye, 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 baby, bye, bye. <laughs> uh, and uh, when I saw this on the list, before I listened to it, I... I did, wasn't sure if it was the same Rebecca Black because it was just so different. This is the sort of super cool electro pop that a Scandinavian chanteurs would would release at the moment. Not someone who was viral uh, for quite a long time yeah. back in the day. And yeah, it just worlds apart, isn't it? 11 years is a hell of a long
1: time uh either in the music biz or in real life it's just it's uh, you know over a decade but of course she's going to change of course she's going to grow up but I wasn't expecting this I'm very pleasantly surprised and I now can't wait to see what comes from the rest of the album
0: yeah I'm very excited because if this is anything to go by I think we'll be in for a real treat and hopefully even more experimentation yeah Mm. and new words as well Oh, Dan, just to pick you up on something you said earlier about Cliff Richard. Yeah. It was actually Cliff Richard and the Drifters that released Living Doll, not Cliff Richard as a solo artist.
1: Oh, I was actually referring to the Cliff Richard and the Young Ones version. Oh, uh, well, you didn't say that either. Well, so. I think
0: everyone knew which version I was going for. Uh, no, they didn't. <laughs> okay, next one from me. Um, oh, really, I'm enjoying the, the face-to-face sassiness. We might have a fight later. Oh, I hope. Oh, Pat and Peggy. Yeah. No, I thought we could change into our swimming trunks and have a fight. Oh okay uh, oh I thought it would be harder than that uh, that's <laughs> what... might be later <laughs> 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 okay next one from me uh, this is a big one it's Arva Max and So Weapons there uh, from Ava Max. This is the latest release from her in the run up to uh, the release of her new album, uh, which is called Diamonds and Dance Floors, which Ooh, bodes, like bodes very well for the 27th of January when that comes out. Now, um, a few releases from Ava, Ava, you're right, Ava love, <laughs> uh, but this stands out for me way beyond anything else. It's just such a punchy power pop track. Uh, with some like crystal uh, clear production to give it that kind of disco dance edge that you know, all those artists that we talked about before have been into of the duo ilk. But what really makes this stand out for me is the lyrics are fantastic, and you know, just the whole thing around stop using your words as weapons, looking at me quite intently when you say that. <laughs> <laughs> laser eyes uh, but what i would say and this isn't just this track uh this seems to be a growing trend for two and a half minute long songs
1: what's going on with two and a half minute songs it's not, long enough, it's not
0: long enough we i'd
1: prefer a six minute song to a three minute song never mind a two and a half minute song
0: but it feels like there's more i mean it does pack a punch this song but i think it could pack, still pack a punch to three and a half minutes and i was listening to uh the new track from bimini Mm. If you've heard it, Dan
1: no I haven't
0: absolutely fantastic uh dance track, but again, so short it feels like just as you're really getting into it, enjoying uh the the sounds and the the, the production it it ends
1: Do you think it's because there's going to be an extended version featuring Madonna or something there Come will
0: on. there will be inevitably uh, some extended versions, but the initial release uh two and a half minutes.
1: Because they want you to buy more versions of it on iTunes, I think.
0: That's not enough time to do anything, is it? <laughs> no. Two and a half minutes. Well. Go, go to the toilet. Well, no, depends what it is. I thought that was a demand. <laughs> go, to, go to the toilet. <laughs> You've your guts one too many times. Oh,
1: disgusting. But I have, you mentioned Dewar, and of course this does sound very Dewar and very this kind of future disco sound that's very popular now. But I have to say, when it switches to the chorus, I think it becomes a much more poppier thing, much more almost Euro pop, maybe even Eurovision-esque track. Uh, no bad thing, of course, but I just think it's, it becomes a different thing when that chorus comes in. But like you say, fantastic production, great lyrics, wonderfully delivered, bish-bash-bosh.
0: Uh, it's too short to be considered to, for a Eurovision track anyway, so it would be ineligible. And that's when you know it's short.
1: So next up from me then this is Pharrell Williams and Travis Scott with down in Atlanta.
0: Like a hell cut a bee into 85 dash Cause I'm loving the speed But you fly from the sky
1: Down in Atlanta, Thomas, there, Thomas, Pharrell Williams and Travis Scott. Now, when I saw this at the top of the Apple Music New Music Daily playlist yesterday, I put it on because I'm a big fan of Pharrell and his production. I don't really know a lot of Travis Scott, but I thought, well, let's let's see what this is about. But it's probably not going to be a favorite. It's probably not going to be right for the new music drop. And instantly, I just fell in love with that production. For me, this is almost like Stevie Wonder meets Kraftwerk. It's got groove but it's got that real robotic sound as well. And I think the production and just how clean and the simplicity to it, that's so Pharrell, but it's also got that catchy, winding melody. And then you've got Travis Scott with those vocoded vocals, which I always loved it when Kanye did that. Now, of course, well and truly cancelled, and rightfully so, but it's great to think that that sound continues uh, on a track like this.
0: I, again, I'm going to repeat myself and what I said about Rebecca Black, but when I saw these names on the list, I was a bit tentative when I pressed play and I actually, it's not my favourite track this month, but I, it's very enjoyable. Like you say, the solid production, uh, the, the twisted vocal work on there. It's got really good bass and a really good synth running through it, underlying the track as well. Uh, and I, before I knew it, knew it, my, uh, my, uh, toe was nodding. No. <laughs> my head was twitching. <laughs> yeah, I was. You know what yeah. I mean? You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah.
1: Your body was telling me you, that you were loving it. Like a teenage boy watching a <laughs> <laughs> advert. <For> <laughs> <dickers>. <laughs> <laughs> like a teenage boy flicking through his mother's Freeman's catalogue.
0: <laughs> oh, Dan. You,
1: We've all been there. You had
0: that melancholic look in your eyes then when you said that happier times it was a lovely memory Mm. Uh, so here we go now Romy and Fred again who's had a fantastic year by Mm. the way and rightly so fantastic producer and artist Uh, this is a collaboration between the two of them and this is called Strong (laughs) So, I'm a big fan of Fred again, and his most recent album, and he's done a lot this year, his most recent album, I thought was absolutely fantastic. It was in my top albums of the year list. Mm. Didn't make our final top ten, because you hated it. Was it definitely in your list? No, Dan, thank you for (laughs) correcting me. (laughs) (laughs) It was
1: almost made my top (laughs) ten. So it had no chance of making... Betty Boo just
0: ten. nudged him out of my top 10 list. Not a sentence I thought he'd ever hear said. Uh, and seriously, check out that Betty Boo album. It's not in our final top 10 because you hated it. I
1: didn't hate it. There's just a lot of great music this year, Will. Uh,
0: but Fred's production with Romy, uh, part of the XX, and we talked about her before when we discussed Lifetime, which can you believe it was about two years ago now? One year ago, wasn't it? Are you just going to correct me on everything today? Uh, only the facts.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you might be right. I thought it was last year. I was right, Dan. It oh. was two years ago. I've just checked. I can't so. believe that. No, I can't believe that, clearly.
0: Um, I will ask for an apology when the next track's playing.
1: An official one? Oh, not not a recorded
0: one. But I think this is a brilliant dance track verging on trance uh, genre of dance. But I love the vocals heartbreaking and, and emotive uh but just that wonderful pounding production that takes a while to really kick in and get going i think it's uh, i think it's a really fun fi- a real fine art to make a really powerful dance track that isn't just oh bleeps and noises because yeah because you know they're two a penny but a really good quality banging dance track with emotion with fantastic craft. I think, you know, some great producers around these days and we're going to talk about another one of them later. But I think Fred again, he's not put a foot wrong this year.
1: No, he hasn't. And this is a great dance track. And it's, yeah, like you say, it sounds weird calling it a dance track because you don't want to lump it in with a very generic genre. Uh, this is intelligent and it's clever and it's so well crafted. Um And I love Romy's voice on it as well. Romy or Romy? Romy. I'll say Romy then. And of course, they also collaborated earlier this year on the track Lights Out, which was also with High. I want to pronounce that Hi. 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 Um, for me, this is a great track. I think, though, I loved Lights Out as well. I loved Lifetime. And this is just very in keeping with that sound and actually isn't as strong for me as Lights Out. So it's, it's a great. Can't deny that it's a great track. I think I'd just like to hear something. If they do collaborate again... I would just like to hear something a little bit different. Sorry if you're listening, Romeo. No, it's a great track. That's 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 a takeaway. But um there's been three great tracks that are all quite in keeping. Uh
0: if you keep saying takeaway, Dan, we're gonna to have to order an endos. Can we? <laughs> little treat, because we're together. Oh, that'd be nice. Well, if uh anyone listened to our Kylie Minogue episode, uh which was released uh earlier in the week, if you're listening at the time of recording. Uh, you did promise mm. a a heaving table of Christmas treats. And would you like to tell the listeners what you can see in front of uh, you? Just your frosted
1: fancies. Yes, and you've been delving in and really enjoying them, actually. Oh,
0: <laughs> they're, they're absolutely delicious. Hang on, I've only had two.
1: I've had one. Oh, okay, yeah. I, I, I always like to be one behind to make you feel bad, <laughs> make you feel like a fatty. Mind games. Yeah. Dan, what's next for you? Next for me, then, this is Rachel Chinneriri with I'm Not Perfect, But I'm Trying." Rachel Chinneriri there with I'm Not Perfect, But I'm Trying. Now, I saw Rachel at a recent, very intimate listening event, playing through some of her tracks and a bit of a live performance as well. I was actually working on it. That's why I was there. And that's how I was introduced to Rachel's music. And I fell in love with it because what I loved about what she said when she was talking about her music is that so many journalists uh, and, and, well, mainly journalists, I would say, when they're writing about her, because she's black, they say that she's an R&B musician and she's not not an R&B musician at all and and she's tired of it. I'm tired of it for her. This is an incredible indie pop track. She's massively influenced by the likes of Coldplay and I think you can really hear that in here. It's quirky. It's got a great beat. Then it's got her really kind of nice, warm, almost quite delicate vocals on it and then it's just scattered with these quirky electronics. This is, I think, such a fun
0: indie pop track it is and what is Rachel like absolutely lovely mm. yeah really really nice and just the title of this song I'm not perfect but I'm trying uh is, is self-deprecating but it's also kind of self-promoting as well of I guess wanting to be a, a brilliant artist as yeah. well as a great person and Dan well done you for supporting up-and-coming artists well beyond well, just
1: track by track, beyond track by track is what I do Will for money well and enjoyment but there's lots more music to discover from rachel chinnery if you haven't heard it yet and i would definitely assume much more to come from her and i really hope if any of the members of coldplay are listening right now do get in touch with her because that would be an incredible collab
0: uh, i really enjoy this track hadn't heard about rachel uh before uh, playing this track but i'm now rediscovering oh, not rediscovering i'm discovering her music uh reminds me a little bit and this is a total compliment to both artists, Laura Mavula and uh was it Convent Girl, the album that was last year? Um Pink Noise. Pink Noise. What's Convent Girl? Where do I don't get Church that? Girl was one of the singles. Oh, right? so <laughs> <laughs> Should really look stuff up before I say it. Uh no need. Uh and that was a great album and this would um this feels like very spiritually related to them.
1: The funkiness of it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Pinota one for me, this is the third release from Hulla, and this is Wild is the wildest yeah. Huller there, uh, who I'm very proud to say is a friend of the podcast and very happy to share his new single, uh, Wild as the Wind, which is a wonderful, atmospheric... It's just
1: wild wind, isn't it? Just to be clear.
0: Wild as the wind. Oh, is it? Wild it was, as the wind. Yeah.
1: Oh, I just put wild wind on my um, notes. That's my fault. Sorry. Sorry, Huller. And sorry, Will, actually. And sorry,
0: listeners. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's more apologies than the government. Oh, that's the... no, because they don't apologise. Sorry. No, sorry. silly. Silly boy. Yeah, it's fantastically atmospheric, just really quality production with a fantastic slow beat running through it. Uh, Now, if you haven't heard Chasing Trains and Eight Hours, uh, his previous tracks, definitely check them out as well. Uh, But for me, these releases just get better and better. Yeah, this is really nice. So
1: hypnotic, really led by that bass and those kind of trip hop effects that creep into it. But what I think, Carries it is that solid vocal, and it feels really trusting. And then when you listen to the lyrics, and when you realise that the song is about struggles with mental health, which Huller uh, has said that he wrote about friends, but then realised maybe it was partly written for himself as well, you kind of realise well you need that trust to to deliver this. Um, and I think it's such a great metaphor as well that kind of wildness, uh, which one can feel inside their own head. Mm. Well said thank you and just yeah great track another artist that I can't wait to see what else we get to hear from him
0: Dan next one from you please
1: next one from me we've talked about one of our favorite producer extraordinaires this week already here's another one this is a new one from S.G. Lewis and it's Lifetime Lifetime there from S.G. Lewis. Now, Will, S.G. Lewis, he's so cool. It's almost mildly annoying. This track is just so fresh. It's so funky. It's got such a disco edge, but it's so airy as well. Airy, does that make sense? you know what I mean? It's got space in there as well. This is ahead of S.G. Lewis's second album, Audio Lust and High Love, which comes out at the end of January. Always nice to have something to look forward to at the end of January, isn't it? Uh, There's also a tour in March. But this is one of a few songs that's been previewed from the new album. And I just can't wait to hear the whole thing, because if it's anything like this and the rest of them, which I'm sure it's going to be, it's already going to be an album of the year.
0: Oh, yeah. And I loved Call On Me with Tove Lowe. That was fantastic. So many of his tracks, actually. And I should have said this the first time we ever mentioned him on New Music Drop. But Dan, he's absolutely gorgeous. Yes, he is. And I'm sorry for not saying that sooner.
1: Well, it's there now. It's out in the world now. And he's very talented. So talented. I just think this is, it's instant with his tracks, with every track of his I've heard so far from their album, it's instant. I'm 30 seconds into the song and I love it already.
0: Yeah, same. Agree. He can't put a foot wrong at the moment. Very similar to, you know, Fred again as well. You know, we've also had the rise of, uh, very rightly so, the rise of Confidence Man as well this year. Yeah. Yeah. As a production outfit, as well as performers and, and pop stars themselves. You know, they have grown and it's been great to see them filling out bigger and bigger venues in the UK as more and more people are cottoning on. But remember, you had them first on Track by Track. You
1: did, before anywhere else. We were literally the first people to play them in the UK. Yeah.
0: Well, yes. yes. Yes, yes, yes. Last one from me, Dan. This is Sights and Fake It. I pretend I'm okay.
1: Uh, Will yes. Just a second. Yes, I'm enjoying this song so far. When was this released?
0: Sorry. Oh, I was hoping you wouldn't notice. It was released on the 21st of October, but uh, narrowly missed our deadline for recording the October new music drop. And I just thought this was such a strong, powerful pop song that just wouldn't leave. Again, wouldn't leave my head. That I wanted to keep it in for this month. Should we have a little bit, of, a bit more then? with you I
1: just wanted you to know
0: I could never fake it with you thought I was alright on my own I could never fake it with you make me feel like I can let go I could never fake it with you I could never fake this with you fake it, fake it, So Sites uh, are LA based singers duo Tony and Mia Uh, And this track, Fake It, is all about letting somebody into your life. Uh, And I guess not being able to fake it, being authentic. So what is a really catchy, punchy song has some real depth to it, actually. And they, uh, both as artists, uh, musicians have worked with other people. But this, the Sites Project as a duo, is seeing them writing and recording and releasing some great music, including this song. Yeah,
1: this is great. I hadn't heard anything from Sites before you added this to the list. I'm getting real sort of heim, or haim, I'm never sure, vibes from this, but as if they were working with a completely new producer. I think the the vocals, the melody, the beats in particular are there, but then it explodes with electronics, which you might not necessarily get from them. Um, But yeah, I think it's great. Really punchy pop song. Final one from you, please. Final one from me, Will. And before we head down to the butchers, I thought we should probably get into the Christmas spirit a little bit. So this is a new old song from Soft Cell. It's Last Chance, The Christmas Mix. It shows so kind. Christmas mix of Last Chance there from Soft Cell. Now, this isn't a new song. This was released 20 years ago on their album Cruelty Without Beauty, which was their last album prior to this year's Happiness Not Included. It's a huge fan favourite. It's a favourite of the band, but it was never released as a single. So it's been completely reworked. And Dave Ball, along with the producer of Happiness Not Included, Phil Larson, Philip Larson, sorry, have created this lovely stunning Christmas mix complete with what sounds like the Salvation Army in the background there on the brass. I think this is just incredible because who would have expected Soft Cell to release a Christmassy track this year? Not I, but I'm in love with this.
0: And uh, I, when I read that it was Soft Cell Christmas mix of an old track of theirs, I thought, oh, they've done a last catch ke- up Oh yeah. and just put some bells over the top. And actually what they've done is a really lovely actually uh, because the song itself actually suits that kind of wistful, reflective, um, melancholic mood that does accompany Christmas and a lot of Christmas songs. So I think it's, you know, very nicely done, actually, and a lovely way to finish off. Yeah, definitely. But we've got an appointment with a Norfolk-based businessman, Oh, because we're not going to the butcher's shop this week. We're off to Bernard Matthews Turkey Farm oh. for our butcher's choice. He has got a veggie line now, hasn't he?
1: Give the family a treat this weekend with my turkey roast. Beautiful.
0: <laughs> Dan, what's our first Butcher's Choice selection for November?
1: Well, this is very special, actually, Will, because we've got a bit of an exclusive. So, this is the new single from Sea Fever. Of course, we're huge fans of Sea Fever. They had our number one track of last year with De Facto. This isn't out until next week, Will, but we are able to play a 30 second clip of their brand new track. 帶來的 Dilemma there, the second new track since they released their debut album last year, which we went track by track through with three-fifths of the band. The first new single from the new album was Beleaguered Land, released earlier this year, which I really enjoyed, but Sea Fever, like uh, New Order, and of course, they share uh, two members, um, and like Shadow Party, uh, uh, another act which featured a couple of members of this band and New Order, namely Phil and Tom. There's almost two sides to them. There is the kind of uh, rockier, guitar sound. There is the electronic sound. And a lot of the tracks meet in the middle. For me, my favorite Sea Fever sound is when the electronics are really, really prominent. Uh, that's why De facto was our f- number one song of all songs last year. And this sound is just stunning on this track. I absolutely love it. The first time I heard this song, I played it three or four times in a row. Will? Are you a fan? Does it live up to the expectation? Uh,
0: it, to- it totally does, and I've loved every single song Sea Fever have recorded and released so far. This is this is a standout amongst them because of many of the things you just said, and you know Beth, Beth, Beth. I love Beth's voice against the kind of harsher uh, electronic sounds in there, but the the guitar in this is. Probably the most new ordery a Sea Fever track has sounded, which is obviously, you know, the members. Dan, have you ever shared two members? Uh, Anyway, we'll come back to that uh, at Christmas, after Christmas. But this, yeah, it's brilliant. And um, yeah, love this track, love the band, and thank you for this early... Early Christmas present. Early Christmas present from Sea Fever. It's like
1: getting to open one present on Christmas Eve.
0: Uh, So last track, last new music track... Of the year, of the year, and we're going from this is the beauty of, of our musical taste, isn't it? We're going from sea fever electro pop rock to Louise, mm. who's back. She signed a new record deal and she's got a new track straight out. This is Super Magic. world with Louise in. It's always a brighter, funkier place. And I was not disappointed when I heard this track, uh, where Louise is taking her own sound, her wonderful vocals, and putting a Jessie Ware, Kylie Minogue-style disco spin on things. If This is what we're going to hear on the new album. I'm really looking forward to it.
1: Yeah. And I didn't expect to hear something so soon from her, because it was only what, three years ago since her last album, but there was such a big gap between that and the previous album, was it 15 years plus, that I I'd, I'd thought it might be a little while again, but she's back with this. What I love about it as well is that this is produced by Steve Anderson, who, listeners I'm sure will know, long-time Kylie musical director, also loads of production work with Kylie, and Louisa's musical director as well for her shows, and just the, the sound they've created together here, so Fresh, it's moved on from the last album. I think it's got that real funky approach to it. Uh, she sounds phenomenal on the vocals. I was, I knew I was going to like this song, but I was really, really pleasantly surprised, uh, even more so.
0: So that's it. That's our extra length for you in November with our uh, extended new music drop. We will be back in the new year with a new new music drop. Yeah, looking forward to seeing what twenty twenty three holds. But until then, do let us know some of your favourites uh, from November and from the year,
1: and from October if you want. And from October, it, so. we'll just
0: throw the baby out with the bathwater. Uh, but also, do watch out for uh, some of our favourite songs and albums of 2022 coming up in some very special episodes. If you're listening at time of recording, yeah, release.
1: If you're, if you're listening in June 2024, ignore all of that. <laughs> Pointless.
0: <laughs> or you can take a look back at what we enjoyed in oh, 2022. Lovely. But until then, I've been Dan. And I've been Will.
1: Goodbye.